listening to the Local Earshot Podcast with your host, Jonathan Grissom. Let's talk about music. Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Grissom, More Bands Media, and the Local Earshot Podcast. I am here with Sedona Crystal Bitch, and uh, yeah, how you guys been doing? Pretty good. How are you, man? Good, good. Thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, I uh, I've been wanting to to have you all on, um, and then it just so happens that you, that you're in a show that I'm actually in too, um, as an artist um, for like painting and stuff. So, um, and I and I know some of the things have changed during that for that show, but. Um, it was it's uh, March second at uh, Four Core Brewing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Lou Reed's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> yeah, and I guess uh, Chuck's uh, Chuck's just going to be playing solo at that one, okay. and then uh, I guess acoustic. I guess that's what happened with that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other bands are still playing. What is it? It's like a U, and then it's uh, what is the other band? Uh, there's a couple others, but. But they're bands that I haven't seen yet. So yeah, I, I was trying to I'm looking forward to checking them out for the first time. I guess we should have grabbed the flyer and brought it over here. Yeah, I, I just put it up. I'll put it up on the uh, in mm-hmm. the comments, and then I'll put it up yeah. on the uh, on the pages and stuff because I've I've been promoting the stuff on the group and everything. I think yeah. that flyer's in the room. It's like right <laughs> over there on the wall yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I was staring so. at it earlier. <laughs> should have memorized the bands. <laughs> yeah, but but that's the old flyer. That's not the updated uh, one. So yeah, the, the digital ones are all updated. So, um, but yeah, uh, so um, I, I haven't had Sedona on. I've had um, Brokeass Radio on back whenever uh, you both were in that band, right? Yeah. And then so, um, so kind of like I guess explain. Um, how Sedona came about and then and then like the just the actual story behind the band and and then kind of the members and all that kind of stuff right on yeah um Sedona started I was kind of writing my own side project like different songs that didn't really fit for broadcast radio at the time so I was kind of holding those to the side and waiting for a time to put them into play that uh, it started out kind of as a two-piece which is me and the drummer after a while, um, Brokeass Radio hadn't been playing much, so I asked Jordan if he wanted to bring his bass over to what we were doing instead. Hell yeah. It was a big change, but it was cool, though. Yeah. yeah. I was grateful for him <laughs> being willing to show up, because uh, a band without a bassist, just <laughs> there's no way to make it sound right. <laughs> <laughs> we were making jokes at the last show that, like, whatever they, because, um, you know, basses are pretty important. But everybody always bashes them all the time. Right. <laughs> so, like the last episode, it was like uh, he was like, "I was like, what do you play?" And he said, "Oh, I play bass." And then I looked at his guitarist, and I, his guitarist and singer, and I looked up. I was like, "I was like, man, nobody in the band." <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. like, this guy, this guy acting like he's important, you know. And then I was like, and then and I was like, hell, he, and he's like, well, we need somebody to carry the gear. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, the roadie oh, also. Yeah, just a roadie and everything, you know, because it's the singer that just shows up, you know. That's that's yeah. the idea that people think is mm-hmm. is wrong with that. 
But um, but yeah. Funny. Uh, so like uh, like uh, about how long has the band been together at this point? Like, um, let's see. I think it was last. It was like fall of 2022 that mm. you joined Kenny and I. Yeah. And our first show was January of 2023, I think. Okay. At Sedona. So awesome. we've been at it for a little while. Um, we recorded last summer our first album. Okay. Uh, Sympathy for the She-Devil. That Did you guys go through like a local um, recording studio? Yeah, we went that? with Trent Bell. Okay, Trent. Here in Norman, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot about Trent. Guy's he's show. awesome. Yeah. yeah, figure something's worth doing. It's worth doing right. So yeah, we had a great time over there too. Yeah, like super happy with how it turned out. Even That's better good. than I imagined. So yeah, what I recommend uh, him? What uh, live shows have you guys been playing? Um, we actually took a little bit of a break through like November, December. Um, I was in the process of moving back to Norman, and with the holidays and stuff, we figured we'd let everybody take a little time off but yeah. we're actually playing tonight which this episode won't be out there yeah but, it's yeah. yeah it's just the nature of the beast yeah. right now Tonight's i think if, if i had back. a recording live or something it would probably be out right now yeah. at this moment <laughs> so, yeah but nobody's watching it on a friday it's, night yeah, anyway. it's, yeah. It, well that's the whole thing it's like uh, i record on thursdays and fridays and if nobody's nobody's really watching this stuff on thursdays and fridays during the day yeah so might as well yeah. sit on it yeah but yeah, we're excited to get back on stage. It feels like it's been longer than three months, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm nervous all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I know now I'm getting nervous that we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, where are you guys playing for this show tonight? Uh, Point Ake. Oh, uh, Point Ake uh, Gallery. Yeah, oh, uh, and I haven't know. played there yet. Okay, so I'm excited to. Yeah, I, I need to. I need to uh, go to more shows over there. I was actually there yesterday. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I um I did a photo shoot with uh, JD uh, Scott. And um, the basis of uh, of Lords of Acid, right? On. So it was pretty cool, like yeah. uh, hanging out with an international rock star. That was that was pretty <laughs> awesome. Big celebrity, like, uh, yeah. So, it, it, but uh, but yeah, I don't. I guess I guess the guy. Um, it's weird because uh, he actually went to Rose State like for like sound recording or something. Okay. And then I, I don't know how he ended up in the band. I'll probably find that out later <laughs> on. But. Um, but yeah, he he's from here. His his girlfriend lives here in in Oklahoma City, yeah. and uh, and he just hangs out in the scene. And and when he first like popped up on the scene, all these people were like, "Oh my god, it's blah 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 from you know Lords of Acid," and everybody's like, "What?" And he's right. just hanging out in the high low, just, <laughs> just chilling, just hanging out among everybody. And I and I was like, "Okay, cool, it's a rock star." I'm like, and, and they're like, "You're not excited?" I was like, "I used to work at Live Nation." I'm like, "He probably just wants to come and have a drink and not be bothered right. by everybody." <laughs> so, <laughs> people are just know. people still. Yeah, it's it's just one of those <laughs> things. It's like sometimes you just want to oh, blend in. I looked over and all I see is this little paper, <laughs> and uh, it says hashtag fuck Yoon. <laughs> like, uh, I'm guessing I don't know why but I have a feeling that Kristoff is trying to sabotage my episode with uh, <laughs> notes about how much he hates his uh, his basis um, poor uh, Andrew <laughs> poor Andrew poor Andrew speaking of basis being abused yeah do you get abused a lot not so much oh yeah not anymore just yell at you <laughs> hit you the silent treatment oh yeah that's really that. weird in a in a 
in an art like in a room, especially when you're making music. Yeah. <laughs> you get the silent treatment. Yeah. yeah. They'll just discuss band plans without me. Oh yeah, me. that's <laughs> common. Yeah. That's that's usually the case. I mean, uh I, I don't know what, what part of the band you do, like whenever it comes to the side stuff, but uh but a lot of times it's like the bassist or the the drummer does almost everything, like for promoting and everything a lot of times in bands. And then, then like another member does something else and the other member handles all the other stuff. Like it's just a yeah. huge thing because all these bands are like trying to manage themselves and, yeah. and like and at some point they don't they can't and then they have to have people come in to do it for them because they can't they can't handle all that stuff going on unless yeah. you're just a party band then it's it's all right but it is um, hard to you know be the promoting and making the flyers and booking the shows and oh, social media is like a pain is a is a, it's like a Part-time all job. day <laughs> thing and there's no it's it's like you're doing work for no pay i i i hit a milestone on on facebook and you know what they gave me 12 cents and that was amazing <laughs> i was like oh shit 12 cents whoop do you fucking do and then <laughs> spotify yeah. <laughs> and spotify i like i always laugh about what people say about spotify because they're like yeah you know we just like put up our check we didn't even cash it because it's only 40 bucks i'm like do you understand that if every artist is doing that to that company that's why they're multi-billionaires they're keeping, that for they're it, keeping yeah. all that money because you people take are what you can taking yeah you got to take what you can from them because they're not gonna they're not gonna provide you with anything like they don't they don't care about that they they care about money as an investment they don't yeah. care they are they care about music like it's an investment they don't care about the artist or or the actual artistry behind it no more yeah. and a lot of the big labels are the same way they look at it as investments they're buying catalogs and they're holding them and yeah they're owning artists. your music yeah and, and they're just now started like uh what is it one of the companies i think universal or like it was, it was either universal or sony they started a uh, a new thing called uh with covers and basically, all it is is modern bands doing cover songs of old bands, and they're that. they're launching an entire record label that just does that. So then they can basically What's dominate the, the for that anyway? because they Who's can dominate because shit? they can dominate the cover market for mm-hmm. local artists that are coming up. Because I mean, if all the big artists are making covers, then how are you gonna how are you gonna grow as a band if you make a cover and get famous for making a cover? Yeah, like you make a version of a metal song that used to be a pop song. Yeah, and you get famous because of it. Yeah. But if but if some labels metal band does the same thing, then everybody's just going to be like, "Oh, you're just copying that that yeah. large artist," so it just keeps them on top, and that's that's kind of the goal. That's probably. such a weird business model. Yeah, but yeah, they're doing a lot of that kind of stuff, and and it's it's a way of like selling out the music industry in a lot of ways. But um, but I mean, I, I kind of hear this modern like all the updated news of it all because I'm going to ACM, so like they don't. Like we'll we'll talk about that stuff all the time, but they don't they don't really pay attention to bands when they're uh, which is funny because like the idea behind it is contemporary, and yet they don't even pay attention really to new artists. They pay attention to new artists that are already polished, yeah. ready to go into record labels that are already polished. Yeah, and, and <laughs> bands so that like, have been yeah. around for ten or fifteen years. Yeah, already, they want you to be around for, and, and it's so I was new. always wondering why it took ten years for a rock band to actually get famous. You know, ten to fifteen years, and then I realized that it was because the record labels and stuff like that aren't even looking at them until they know that they're going to make a shit ton yeah. of money on them. Yeah. And then they'll you build your own following first. That yep. When they're sure they're not going to fall apart or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just want, they, they don't, that, that's a big part of it too, though. I, I, I do understand that concept that, you know, local bands, they get together, they break up. Um, I was told that I'm, I'm taking a big gamble 
in mm. the business model that I'm trying to do because because I'm focusing on local music. But they were like, yeah, but like then your website's just gonna that you finally build it's just gonna be filled with a bunch of like just dead accounts of of artists that are no longer around. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, somebody's got to keep track. There's still good music. They still did it. Like, you know, it's like shows that they did do something at one point in their career, you know. And so I I think that that's important. And some of these artists, they don't like, like, I mean, early on in the 60s and 70s, some of those artists, they started out in one band that was local. And then they they did like 10 bands like over time. And then they suddenly ended up in a major band, you know, and then you end up with like. Like, you know, Led Zeppelin or, or right. the Rolling Stones or, like, all these other bands. Because if you look at their actual history of these artists, they they played in many different bands before they actually got into that band among those those people that they play with. It's mm-hmm. like the Yardbirds, Jimmy Page and Eric yeah. Clapton and shit. You know, they were yeah. hanging out when they were teenagers mm-hmm. before yeah. they were yeah. famous. And, and, then, and, and then a lot of it, uh, a lot of it too, uh, which has been keep coming up on episodes, is the idea that, you know, that a lot of it's just the sounds the same. And it's like, well... I mean, there's a whole time frame where, where music was created, like by just these little, like the Braille House and, and those type of places. So, like it, it 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 was created by these house bands that would come in and just record, and then they would like they would say, oh, they would they would play them like a voice singing a song with no guitars or lyric or like or not lyrics but like you know everything in the background and they would go oh well this riff works for that oh this works for that and they would just put it together mm-hmm. and if you have the same five dudes or ten dudes like doing that in a studio every time mm-hmm. they're probably all going to be the same chords the same yeah. sound the same style yeah. because they know what works and and that's what a lot of record companies are doing now too is that they're they're focusing on what's commercial uh, in commercial music and what you know because yeah. that's the, the idea the artist wants to make money and so they they focus on just like who can we bring in and then polish them and make them perfect and then can, uh, bring that over there and if we have to and change put their them, music in a TV show or something yeah you know, well and that yeah like and that's all part of it too now yeah. like uh, video games TV um, anywhere like that 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 anywhere that you can get a sync spot like uh, and honestly sync spots are good but um, one of our one of our teachers he has he has a song that's actually in SpongeBob really? and in the <laughs> musical right that's cool and we asked him. You know, like, well, do you do you see a lot of money from that? And he goes, not really, because a lot of it's just volunteers for school kids, and so uh, they don't really make that money. And then, like, I guess there's the other reasons why they don't make money off the musical. And so, like, because there's so many people involved that the money just gets yeah. split, so to the point where they don't give, yeah, where they don't barely get paid. And the uh, and so that that's the that's one issue that they run into. But then then I brought up the fact I said, yeah, but your musicals. On available on Spotify, are you getting any money on that? And he's like, not really, because it's <laughs> well, getting split among that, people. He's like, he's like, I get, zero, zero, he's like, I get the, yeah, he's like, I get the publishing like off of people. it, but I don't get the, I don't get the recording yeah. or the, um, you know, the actual stuff from the master recordings. And so that that's kind of important. Um, like, you know, one of the things that that I like to talk about uh, to bring out is like, um, so do you guys own your master recordings, or does does Trent actually hold the masters for you guys for the record label? I believe that I we, we own do. them. You yeah. own them, so it's just an independent project, and you get to own yeah. it. So you own your publishing, you own your yeah. see, and that's good, and that's the way that most artists now should be, right. because uh, you know, and 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 I know that. There's people that hate me for saying this because, like, because uh, I'm 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 going to school with a lot of people that are 
in the industry mm-hmm. and they're doing their own things and they're doing it the way that the old way yeah and, and i'm like well the way things used to work yeah and and i understand that, like the concept of record labels if you don't have a lot of money and you grew up poor and stuff and somebody yeah. comes to you and says hey man you wrote a fucking hit Come work mm-hmm. with us. Yeah. We're gonna we're we'll gonna pay for the album. We're gonna pay for time. the album. Yeah. yeah, but then you get caught up in the recoupable idea because if you're not thinking about it, and you're saying, okay, how much you know should I provide or how much should I do, and and how much money should I put away and stuff. You're not doing those things, and you're not and you don't have. And they don't even assign them like a financier or somebody that that just looks over their finances. Yeah. It's like a person in the band's doing it. And so it's like if, if they want to throw a party, they're just going to throw a party as a band. Yeah. And the problem is, is that if the party costs you $100,000 to throw because you blew all your, your mm-hmm. money that you're being paid by the record label, you got to pay that back. And yeah. if your record does not perform, then you're stuck. And then mm-hmm. they're going to stick you again and again and again, and they're going to keep on grabbing you and saying, oh, you know, hey, produce another album for us. And mm-hmm. then they're just going to keep on doing that shit. And yeah. so that's, that's a There's big no deal. There's no free handouts. Yeah. Yeah, Everybody's so I mean, trying to profit off of something. Yeah, so I mean, I, I don't know, like what what you guys have seen in the scene, like uh, here in Oklahoma, with that, but like it, it's it's just something that I think about a lot now because I'm like, you know, I could just go work for a major record label and do that, you know, just take advantage of people like that, but it's like I don't want to do that. No, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to take people advantage of people that, that, that don't deserve to be taken advantage of. So yeah, it's cool. The, the scene needs more people like you in it to yeah, help advise. Sure musicians and artists because none of us really know what we're doing until we start yeah. doing it you know yeah. you just kind of learn as you go and right you definitely did like when i started out i just assumed like oh the goal is to get an album on a label but it's like well we got the album but what's the point of the label really unless unless they want to send us to europe or something but, but even then um i heard somebody recently uh they they went to okay, so like there's a form alone um, that similar to a recoupable idea, but it's a like when you go to a bank. Um, this one guy said he went to a bank and he asked for like um, a sixty thousand dollar loan, and the bank was like, "Well, what do you have for collateral to put up?" And he was a he, he was a painter, and so he said, "Well, um, he goes my art," and they were like, "Okay, like what's your <laughs> art worth?" You know, and what he did was was that for insurance purposes. He had an insurer go and appraise his work, right? And so they appraised all of his artwork. And they came back and they said, okay, here's the number of what your art is worth if you were just to get rid of it all. Hmm. And and so he went to them and said, well, my art is uh, collectively $60,000 worth of art, so I want to take a $60,000 loan. And ironically, he said, but if you don't pay the loan back – then they take all the art for collateral. Yeah. So it's almost like selling your art yeah. without actually bank, selling your art. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I would think that a, a music artist could do the same thing with records going uh, to a bank or something like that just yeah. to manipulate the system because that's all record labels are now. They're banks. Yeah. I mean, that's that's and and that's really They're what... They're you the money. And, and I mean, if they, and if a, they drop an artist or if a draw artist leaves a label or whatever, and usually it ends up in court if they leave. But if an art... But if a... If a label drops an artist, then basically it's just money lost, and then they got to file a loss on taxes and like all this other stuff. So there's a lot of loss in the industry uh, that that happens over time uh, because they they just take a risk on artists and they just they just throw artists against a wall yeah. and hope that they stick. So I mean that's that's a big part of it too. So um, so I mean I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it is uh, so subjective. Yeah, like, the, what, like what is the value of a piece of art? You know. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
different depending who's looking at it yeah, or so, listening to it. Um, so, like, uh, about the scene here in Oklahoma City, like, uh, like is, are there any shows that, like, stand out that, like, you really – are even bands that stand out out here that you're really, like, following right now and, um, and you're working with and the doing last, shows with and stuff? The last show I saw that I was super enamored was uh, watching Bug Nog a few weeks ago at the Opolis. Okay. They're so I, fun. It's so fun to watch Brent play drums. Yeah, I think I saw them at uh, Blue Note a few months back or a few yeah. weeks back or something like that. They're Isn't always it? so tight. Um, they sound huge for a two-piece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a there's a couple two-pieces that, what was it, like um, Cunt White um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in Straight White Buffalo, yeah. Uh, yeah. two-piece. They're fun to watch, too. Yeah, and then, uh, then Chuck's band, um, they were two-piece. And then... Uh, what was the other one? Um, oh yeah, they did their low down Wessel. battle of the two piece bands. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the funny thing about that event was uh, was um, uh, okay. So uh, Blue Note <laughs> they did a thing and they 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 called it the the battle of the century. And it was right after that there was like a mm-hmm. month and a half planning of this other show that oh, was supposed copycat. to be a battle of the two piece, and they they copycatted it. And then they and then the, those bands were two piece too. And it was just a total, like, it seemed like a total ripoff of the other yeah. one. I don't know if that was such a weird thing I, to do twice. And, like, and I don't think that Blue Note, I don't know if Blue Note was involved in that. I think it was the bands that ripped it off, not the, Maybe, there. but there's a, yeah. there's a huge thing where there's like this joking call out with that online that, <laughs> yeah, that, I that saw Cotton the memes. was like, that Cotton <laughs> was like, was like, oh, I caught you guys. Now there's like a, yeah. now there's one where like, um, where Cotton got in trouble, uh, like um, with the law, you know, because it's Cotton, <laughs> and uh, and and, uh, and and so uh, anyway, he's going through court and stuff, and and he and he was told that he wasn't allowed to play shows for a while, like in venues, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, and so he played that show. Which, how do you enforce that? Yeah, so he played that show, <laughs> and uh, and they they kind of um, well, that's thing it's a hard thing to enforce anyway, yeah. you know. Can't but they but he but he played the he played the show. And uh, and then they saw a video of it somehow. They they somehow got back to them, mm-hmm. and they changed his his like whenever they arrested him, like they had his picture, and they changed it to an older photo, like the original photo that he originally had from it, and it just looks really really bad. And so like they changed that to make him look worse to the courts, <laughs> and the so yeah, to, to like penalize him. And then they then they told him like it, they they told him, well, we're going to get you now for for doing that for breaking the rules and all this kind of stuff that we mm-hmm. that we set rules in front of you and. He He's gonna have like, a no videos. And he's like, he's like, dude, like I was just, he's like, I was paid to play a show, and he goes, he goes, it was yeah, at a gallery. A- it wasn't even at a, a venue or a bar or anywhere like that, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, and so whenever that happened, um, we. Uh, uh, somebody took the. I was originally supposed to do it for my am time. Like, uh, took the picture and they put free cotton white on a shirt, <laughs> and it shows them on this shirt, and it just shows like that that mugshot photo of the like, free cotton white. <laughs> right. So like, it, so everybody's like literally going around just basically sponsoring that idea of like freeing him from uh, the, law, the legal system <laughs> well, yeah, because it's total bullshit. Before. Because yeah. I've never heard of a singer or or person. And, 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 you know, like getting in trouble and then being banned well, from being yeah, able to do their like, art form. Like, like being like, grounded or something. Yeah. yeah and, 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 it had to do, and it had to do with like, you know, just, uh, just typical like job, like drinking stuff. Yeah. But he wasn't even driving. But he has mm-hmm. he has a record in the past, yeah. and so he wasn't even driving his vehicle. He actually just had the keys turned on, and he had and he, and he was in the vehicle for heat, and yeah. he only had like I think like one or two drinks that night, that and sucks. so like and he wasn't driving like he didn't 
drive intentionally, but he but he had a blowout, and so like like um and like whenever he uh, whenever he pulled into the the place or whatever, so he just got in the car, turned on the heat, didn't want to work on the vehicles, cold in the winter, so yeah. so he just he just turned on his heat in his vehicle, and then they yeah. pulled him over. That's like half of DUIs, like yeah. people I know who have them. It's just like the keys they were and the just will get you. yeah, and yeah, I don't know like the whole story, but yeah, car, but that's like, basically what it is. It's like crazy. you know he didn't really do nothing, like he wasn't doing anything, yeah. but he, but because he had a record, yeah. they, they pulled it and they were just like. So allowed to play shows anymore this yeah because wild. of where That's they're at stupid, though. because yeah. of where they're at the very last show that he played before that was at grand royale and then after that he was told that he can't play no more shows mm. and um and so that might have been when we played with him we did open or yeah i think we, we did opened play with for him, him yeah at the grand royale like a long ass time yeah i know i went to one like of those it. shows that yeah. i think yeah that might have been like yeah that might have been that one because yeah. i was there filming <laughs> and stuff yeah, yeah. um but yeah that, that that was the thing is that like they're but there's a lot of that guy. Like to me, it's it's like, well, then, like, at what level do you get to where you just basically get away with everything? Because I, I see, because yeah. I see, I see major artists getting away with everything, yeah, like yeah. all the time. You just have and, to have a living off of it. Like, if it's paying yeah. your bills, you can kind of just tell people to fuck off. Yeah, or, just pay them yeah, for it. Yeah. Just pay the bill. <laughs> or like, if you're pay a, the a household name, and everybody. Or you can afford the lawyer wants you to, to get you out of it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I just I I kind of feel like that. That's just kind of. St- kind of shitty in a way that's crazy because i'm like to me it's like if you're just there to play music then you're not there to drink you're not there to do anything wrong right like you're just there to have a good time and and i i know i've been told and i mean i hate to say it about oklahoma but i've I've been told by police officers in choctaw that uh that because my my sister um works at a works at a convenience store out there and uh and so she has a lot of police officers come in her in her establishment and they said, um, they said, you know, at two to three o'clock in the morning, we know that everybody on the road in Oklahoma is drunk. We know that. <laughs> the question is, can you drive a car? Yeah, and not speed up? and not do those things that are there. These they're like that's really what we're looking for is the ability to be able to like not to at least know your limit and just like yeah. be able yeah. to drive home be using your blinkers. Yeah. And- and because that, that's a safety that thing, stuff. you know, yeah. and I and I don't advocate for drinking and driving, but I mean, but like that's that's just the norm here in Oklahoma, yeah. Yeah. and uh, and just don't get caught. Yeah, yeah just don't get caught. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that's what they always say, guess, and that's what yeah. those guys say too. They just say just don't get caught. Mm-hmm. Like some of those officers said, we even drink and drive, but just don't get caught. Yeah, I feel you know, like cops are always doing crazy shit. And yeah, they're all breaking the rules they're... like that. So. Yeah, they're yeah on drugs and on their <laughs> laptop and pulling people over at the yep. same time. Sounds right. <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't know um do, do we want to play any type of music for your band um yeah if you want to pull up one of the songs off the album all right let me see this is gonna be a spotify right yeah all right. yeah it's on spotify apple music I'm youtube all that shit um we got added to the weedian trip to oklahoma yeah. compilation that came out yesterday so that was pretty exciting um, yeah, well, well, we're gonna a lot have to of good bands that. on that. Yeah, yeah. because <laughs> my I, new I, favorite I playlist actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, um, uh, there's another one called a, a punk one that was like called like Straight Out Oklahoma or something. Oh, and that's it was like cool. That where um, they had like a lot of recordings and uh, of like different artists and stuff all that on the album, and it was it was just designed. I don't know what's going on. I might have to just cancel this Riverside recording. We're we're gonna base it on these because like. Riverside sucks. I just I want to be honest. Like like if I if I had to have like a five thousand dollar computer to run your software, your software sucks because it's crashed on me every single time, 
and I, and I spent $100 to have that software for a year. I can't even run Spotify and Riverside at the same time on my computer right now. So That's wild. So I, I, if you're not doing remotes, so remotes are fine with, with, with Rivers, uh, Riverside, and you have like one mic and a computer talking over the internet. But if you need to do like what we're doing right now, don't ever invest in that software. Don't do it. Like, probably get sued for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are they going to do? They already got your hundred bucks. <laughs> I spell that right. Yep. There it is. Yeah, I thought so because I had you guys on there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, which one do you want to play? Um, I don't know. Which one do you think? Uh, we do worse than worthless. That's my favorite. Oh, uh, yeah. Worse than worthless favorite. is a good one. Which one? I like them all. Uh, so worse than worthless. Worse than it might worthless. not be. In the is it top. On yeah. yeah. It's on that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't show on the major list or the initial list. Mm-hmm. Let me see.
uh, whenever they whenever they do it on those, um, a lot of times what that is is um, is is like a person is literally with these one of these controllers and they're like switching between the cameras. They okay, have a that person makes sense. paid to do it, but they have a better unit than this. Like the unit I want, directions. the unit I want is fourteen hundred dollars, and what it does, it <sighs> does audio, video, all in one unit. It's not as hardware. Yeah. Oh yeah. And but anyway. pretty nifty. That's good. <laughs> it's quite an investment, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't have that kind of money right now for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but let's see, start getting paid off. first. All hmm. right. Let me see. Uh Worse than worthless by Sedona Crystal Bitch. Um, so, kind of, kind of go over the uh, the process of like when you guys were recording your guys' album, and uh, and kind of, I guess, how that all went when you guys were doing that. Yeah, um, we were a little nervous about it. Obviously, <laughs> we um, I don't think any of us have been to a studio in quite some time. So, we practiced really hard leading up to the studio time to make sure that we wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. fucking around or having to redo anything more than necessary mm-hmm. there was one song that we were kind of in the process of writing still that we ended up leaving off of the album and being like ah, we'll come back and do it as a single or something because it was like half baked and we didn't want to you didn't want to put it out in that yeah yeah that are spending that. extra time just yeah or to being write there a, a whole day trying to finish right. it you yeah. just do it at home for free yeah i mean uh like um I, I don't know if you can speak to this but i mean like how much per hour were you guys like paying to do that for I'm the not, studio i'm not really sure exactly what it was per hour okay um and you just kind of set a deal and then did it yeah we kind of like pay as you go like at the end of one day okay like, yeah, I know, I know some studios do it by the hour. Uh, did you guys use your own? Uh, you guys just use Trent Salite, right? Because it is an engineer. Yeah. So that's just a house engineer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. like some some people they bring their own, and then and then others they they choose to like record with the with the actual engineer of the house. Huh. So hmm. that's um, interesting. Yeah. Like bring like bringing your own sound guy yeah. to the show or something. You're just yeah. using <laughs> equipment basically. That's yeah. that's gotcha. really what it is. Um, uh, I know I know uh, you can technically if you know a recording student at ACM, you can actually go there and record at their studios. That's uh, cool. In after hours, like you just uh, yeah. book a time with somebody that goes to school there, and you can do it. Oh yeah, that's like, cool. Uh, with the engineers Get them there. some practice. Yeah, so it gives them practice, and then it also technically um, can, if, if the, depending on the album and the song, you could you could actually get it added to their new label that they're that they're about to produce. Yeah, that's cool. So then it's it's like on a compilation album because it was made in their because if a if a recording student did it, then then they're, it can it's considered an actual like song that can be on their on their stuff or whatever. Well, that's that's cool. So free promotion. All right. Yeah. So let's talk about um, upcoming shows and stuff. Um, like, well, what what are you guys' like future bookings look like? Um, we're gonna have kind of a busy spring. Um, like, we're playing today, uh, March second, mm-hmm. um, with uh, the Lou Reed show. We're playing April twelfth at the Grand Royale with um, Dust Lord from okay. Tulsa, which I haven't seen them yet, so I'm really excited to watch them play. Yeah, I need to get up to Tulsa. I. It's a hundred miles. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's not so, that far. So it's like it's sort of, you know, it's, like, it's not that far, but like it's it just it's a, it's more of like what is that like twenty thirty dollars in gas every time that you yeah, go yeah. There and it's back. just enough to be a chore. Yeah, well, and the last time I went there was uh, was uh, before they broke up was Hollis, and um, and we and I was I took the singer Hollis up there, and uh, and 
they um, they didn't really promote very well, or they did, and nobody showed. Hmm. So like there was like hardly anybody in the audience, and they pack they they pack houses here in Oklahoma City. They were yeah. playing legends. I mean, like they're packing legends, you know. Yeah. So I mean, if you can pack legends at that place, like bigger bigger shows, then that means you were at a particular level that you know you could do it. Was it like a weeknight or something? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it was it was a, it was a it was a Friday or a Saturday, mm-hmm. but but it was like maybe like five or ten people. But their cut right. was like twenty. I, I think each person got like twenty bucks <laughs> off the cut of that show. Yeah, and uh, and and I mean like barely pays for your beer at the venue. Yeah, right. and then whenever <laughs> we were leaving. Like uh, like Hollis was like, man, this is some bullshit, and, <laughs> and you know he was mad about it. And then we were in the car, and he goes, and, and, and he goes, hey, uh, you know, like when we were leaving, like or whenever we got back to the Oklahoma City, he goes, he goes, hey man, um, he's like, he's like, hey, I guess I'll just give you this money for gas, and and I said, dude keep it yeah. i was like i got a free you show out yeah, of the you deal. Worked for it. i was like i had a free show, show out of the deal i got to see some bands like i i'm okay like yeah. i'm good i don't i don't need to take money from you because you actually worked <laughs> yeah tonight. they have I come home empty hand yeah i was yeah. like i literally didn't work at all tonight mm-hmm. i went in there and i set up a camera and then i like and it wasn't even my camera it was like it was i was manning a camera for for one of the band members and i was like i just set up a camera and then just kind of mm-hmm. chilled out and watched the show so i was like that's yeah, it's not worth it, you know, to, to do that to bands. It is so. hard to like even a show that where there are people there. By the time they split mm. it between like three different bands, and then each band splits it between three or four. Yeah, members, we just start doing all those cuts. You just and get everything. nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I guess that's similar to like I, I don't know, like um, this compilation album that you're on. Uh, what is it? What is that called? Weedian. Um, yeah, the trip to Oklahoma mm-hmm. from Weedian. Weedian. What is that? Is this like a compilation group that just produces uh, albums, or? Yeah, I think they. I don't know. If it's, it's like almost more of a promotion you, thing. Yeah. Like, okay. They really kind of just gather. It's like state all the stoner doom sludge stuff and yeah, kind of cool. give people highlights and mm-hmm. promos. Okay. So it's cool to. So, I mean, and you and you technically get recording and publishing off of that, um, off your recordings whenever they do it off Spotify and all those things. But yeah. mm-hmm. um, how does that exactly work? Like uh, for for an album, that compilation album. I like have that? no idea, honestly. Um, you know, I wasn't expecting to get paid for it or anything, but it is cool that like, the following that that Weedian has. You know, a bunch of people are going to listen to the music that otherwise would have never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm not really sure. Okay. How all the logistics of that works? Yeah, well, I, I know, I know, it's something like if you, if you, as long as you have everything registered with ACAP and and all that stuff, uh, and a, with BMI, ACAP, there's a new one out there. I think just just started yeah. up. But yeah, if yeah, as long as you have registered, I guess that's how it works. I know Christoph yeah. knows more about that over there. Mm-hmm. He knows more about that than he's us, <laughs> probably, because he's he's been in the industry way too long. Yeah, um, he's retired. Yeah, he actually though. knows what he's doing. Yeah, that guy over the couch, he's retired. <laughs> How I know he's retired? No, I know he's retired because he's 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 laying on a couch, not doing nothing right now. He's living the dream. Living the dream. I'm reading about a dice game. Dice masters. Dice masters. Living his best life. That'd be a cool song name. Dice master. Well, is there anything else that we want to talk about with the with the audience and everything? Just to you know, check out the album if you haven't already. We're super proud of it. Um, I'm still waiting for my copy. Uh, yeah, everybody is. I didn't make the CDs yet. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Symphony for the 
Symphony for the She Devil is the yeah. name of this one. Yeah. And then your previous album, uh, that one's just, uh, is that uh, self-titled? Those that are just a couple right? little demos, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think, because we did have you, actually we did have Sedona on before. I think, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was our 100th episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, what episode are you on now? <laughs> 30, uh, 135 or something like that. It's been a bad year. Damn. Honestly, I'll, I'll be real about it. Like, you know, so like. that's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard because it's like, uh, like, one of the things that, that Brad did that I don't do, but I, I, I kind of had to figure out a way around it. Is, is is that he would book the artist and I would do all the production. Yeah. And uh, and so like I was always on the side there, if you guys remember. Like I was always like yeah. the equipment was in front of me. I was manning You're the, the equipment. You're the engineer guy. Yeah, and I was doing all that. And then I was doing all the back work, all the uh, running all the groups and doing all that stuff. Uh, what he would do is that he would actually do the interviewing and then book the artist. Yeah. And uh, and and so whenever whenever he decided to like well, like whenever we had uh, like basically just like a really like talk about things because uh, you know like it just kind of fell the way it did and just like bands break up you know it's just like yeah. well you know it's like it's like if you don't want to keep on doing the, like doing this a certain way then and and the way I want to go with this then it's like what are we going to do and yeah. and, I, and 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 some things you can't compromise yeah. on you know and, and and I and I you know and I and I feel bad about it like I I tried and I tried uh, to try to work it out and everything and i've offered uh, i even offered him the show and yeah. and he and he told me no and i was like okay <laughs> and i said well i'm gonna you know and i'm gonna, you know because he wanted me to like end it and it and i said well i i was like you after know, all the work you put into it you can't just let it die that yeah. well that that's my thing is that and there's I, nothing else like this for the scene here in yeah, city. yeah and i we need it well and i i like i don't know i don't know how to explain it i i put a lot of work into it and whenever we first started it, um, it it is a it is a subsidiary of uh, More Bands Media, which is my company. And so, like, I pay taxes on this stuff. I I, I on this equipment and stuff. I have to write all this stuff off. I got to do all this work for it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and and so, like, for me, it was like, well, you know, I try to make it a joint venture. I try to make it a, an actual like business business by itself, like all that. And I was told to put it under my company. And so when I did that, it basically became mine. Yeah. And and so whenever he wanted to leave, I said, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I guess I'll have to find another host or I'll just have to yeah. man up and start doing it. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it job. is hard. It is hard. It's, it's not easy for work. me to yeah. look at all these screens and do all this stuff all at mm-hmm. once and stuff because most people have an engineer doing all of those things. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure one day I'll – I'll be back to that where I actually have like a team and all that. But, but the idea behind the growth behind the show is that like, um, in the last year I've only done 34 episodes and yet we've grown the, the groups and, and the actual pages by almost 400 people. And and that's in a year of only doing 34 episodes and that, and that, that, and that was like with a three month break. And that's hard to do on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and even Facebook, like uh, there's a constant influx into the group side. Um, I, I don't know what happened. I'm pretty sure it's probably because like, you know, a lot of times in your pages and in your groups, you get a lot of uh, bots that will like your group and they try to infiltrate your group. Mm -hmm. So they'll like your page and they'll try to infiltrate. So I thought I was only three, um, three away from, uh, what was it? Um, the, uh, thousand people in the page. Um, I'm actually at nine forty nine. 
So, so I need 50 people to go like the, the Facebook page because then I can start actually like monetizing some things okay. and, and actually get some money from it. That's one thing that bands need to take into account too is that you, you need to get to your first thousand because from there you can do like what we were talking about during the break. Yeah. Like there's you know apps like Opus Clip where you can like put all your music in there and then just like put little clips together and you can put it on the web and then it goes into the software into like Facebook and they have this thing things called stars and yeah. stars is similar to like uh, what is it um, Twitch Twitch does it and you can give gifts to the people doing Twitch you can give gifts um, you can people do what they can kind of like throw it's like a tip or yeah. something almost yeah and yeah. then like super uh, what is it uh, YouTube has um um, super chats. Super chats are like like just people just chatting in there, but they can donate money to while they're oh, watching the show. That's cool. Um, or what whatever they're watching. So like, um, so I think that a lot of bands could benefit from that that idea that that once they get to a certain number, they can start saying, "Hey, if you like our work, leave a leave a star." Yeah. Which is, which is people pay for those, and they collectively it you get a percentage off of it. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. And so, I mean, they, and, and there's a lot of that out there. Like they, they're monetizing everything. Um, and they're basically mm-hmm. like, if you're on social media, you are the product. So yeah. like that, that's what you have to Content based economy. Yep. Yeah. And, and that's where, that's where we all live now is this mm-hmm. the whole content based economy. Mm-hmm. And they're making all the money. I mean, they're making billions off of us while like, you know, we're just all making the content for free yeah. a lot of the time. And, and having a day job. And yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what I would say. I would say that, you know, you just got to focus on 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 that. Yeah. And then just making sure that, like, you know, your publishing's right. Your 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 master recording stuff is correct. So then you'll get paid. Um, yeah. You're leaving a lot of money on the table if you're not doing that just because you're just playing music for free. Yeah. Because nobody's nobody's actually li- getting paid or Spotify's not going to pay you if, yeah. they, if they don't do their stuff right. Um, and so, I mean, yeah, it's licensing and then and then just like even, even an LLC, you know, like setting up a business for a band. Um, that's one of the very first lessons that you learn. Yeah, I've been curious colleges. about that. Yeah, and it's because you can write off everything. Your your art form is all a, the strings and yep. patch cables. We go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 all you have to do is That'd just help, yeah. the easiest way is to like get a get a cheap you know credit card of like eight hundred bucks. Make sure you pay it off every month, but. Like, but if you need to buy some use equipment, that for band shit. use that for your band shit and then like, and then just swipe it and then keep, uh, keep a record of all of that. So then when you go hmm. to an accountant, they can, they can take that in and say, okay, this is a business. That's and cool. that's, that's where you transition from being like just a band that gets together and plays music yeah. to being a band that actually does it to make a living. That's and, cool. and so there's, there's, there's people out here doing that, that, uh, like, um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Nikki Jackson does it. Uh, she runs her own business. Her um, it's an Oklahoma disposition. Uh, it's an it's an artist development firm. Um, and then uh, and then there's um, what is it? Uh, the one dude that's like really inspirational. Uh, Hostie. Hostie's cool. <laughs> oh my god. Hostie, to think Hostie. of people that are like local legends. So that have been so at it for a okay. Uh, man, Hostie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, bring this up. Um, Hosty was my was my cultural music teacher, oh, okay. and I learned more about music history than I've ever learned from anybody in my life in yeah. that class. Like that dude knows music, and mm-hmm. he knows the history of music, 
and he knows the reasons behind why people do things. He knows the mm-hmm. the background. He knows like the names of like all these random people, you know. And he also all defends the the, the, uh, the Fender Bullet. That's that's his. That's apparently the best guitar. Ever made. That's, <laughs> that's what he says. That the Fender Bullet is the best guitar ever made. That's um, but I mean, but yeah, Hosty. <laughs> Amazing! Like if you, if you if you're bored on a Sunday, just go down to uh, what is it? The deli. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know he used to do the deli. Yeah, he still. I guess he still does because he, he was doing it during class, but um, last semester. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, 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 uh, fun to watch. he plays like what is it like three or four different instruments at once? Yeah, like, like, it's, yeah. It's hmm. a master of multitasking. Yeah, and so I mean that's you'll that's, have to come down to Norman and check yeah, him out. Yeah, he's guy. he's really good. He's like, cool. uh, and he's a cool dude. Like, he's he's really like he's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so I mean, yeah, uh, uh, Rocky Rocky Canega is another one that that I was thinking of. Um, okay. Rocky Rocky had like a career early on, um, you know, years and years ago. And he was an alcoholic, and he would. T- and he told the story on our show where, like, he, he like, um, would like get drunk at shows, and he'd be a total asshole. He get kicked off stage, he'd <laughs> stumble off stage. Yeah, like he was stage. that drunk like all the time. And then he had an accident, and um, and he woke up in the hospital, and he was all messed up. And there's pictures of him online of this, and. And then he got sober. He didn't do a program. He didn't do any of that. He just looked at himself and said, "I'm going to change this." And so he he went. Um, so he got like sober. And now uh, he did everything he was supposed to do. He set up all of his paperwork, his business, everything he does. He plays more shows locally at like different places all around town, restaurants, like all sorts of places, hmm. coffee shops, just anywhere. But he plays like every day. That's crazy. And he makes a full-time living off of music and he's done more with his music sober than he ever did when he was when he was an alcoholic. That's crazy. And so him. that that's yeah, that's why I say like, admirable. you know, it's it's you got to do what works for you, but like, you know, like I know some artists that is what works for them, that's what brings out their music, but yeah. it's like yeah. but but at the same time, you <laughs> know, you're like, not getting as much done as you could if you weren't <laughs> hungover every day. Yeah. 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 And, and when <laughs> you just got to look on the inside and see what's important to you is your music more important to you or is or is like just the partying side of it? Cuz I saw a lot of bands come and go um over the last 3 years and it was because of being just drug addicts or drinking or partying yeah. or whatever it is and um and and one of the things like that I that I keep on telling people is like you know yeah you can do that stuff that's fine, but if you do that on a level that everybody notices, then mm-hmm. then you know it's it's gonna get you a rap, and then yeah. you're not gonna play nowhere. You don't want to no be the train wreck, yeah. And no record label is gonna work with you either. They're gonna be like, man, these people are just drugged out or drunk all the yeah. damn time. Like they're they horrible can't send to work you with. on the road because they don't know what you're gonna do. Yep, mm-hmm. and then they'll just drop you, and they'll just be like, yeah, don't work with those people. They're they're shitty, and so yeah. so yeah. Um, we got some movement outside, so maybe we should wrap this <laughs> We're up. We're all side eyeing it. Trying to come inside now. Um, <laughs> Let us in. But. uh yeah, so I guess we'll wrap this up. Um, and yeah, so uh, any socials or anything like that that uh, anyone should know about? Yeah, um, so, you know, speaking of Facebook likes, we don't have too big of a following on Facebook, so people could like and share the posts on that. Uh, Instagram is Sedona Crystal Bitch. Okay. Um, I feel like I'm more active on there, but. Do you do YouTube kinda, or any of that? Uh, right we now? have some. 
Like just we have, live shows. Yeah, just live shows. we have okay. some clips like where that. I try to, if somebody posts a video of us playing, I try to add it to a playlist of all of us. Okay. I think all of our Everything. tracks from that album are on YouTube awesome. also. Yeah, but, somebody, okay. uh, like a non-monetized, um, it's called like Rock Freaks or something. They asked if they could upload the album yep. okay. in a video. And actually, that got like a thousand views on it too. So that was cool that they cool, were kind of cool. spreading the word. Yeah, but, I might have yeah. to. I might have to come to that show tonight because uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. I I, I, I went excited. to one like so I went to one show at a gallery. Um, I I I've had art in that gallery and and like in and Leah's Leah's an amazing person whenever it comes to like how she helps the scene and everything. Yeah, they yeah. they call her grandma now, like <laughs> our, our mother mother hen. You know, Mama. like cause she's like going around like helping everybody out and, oh, and producing sweet. the scene. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited to finally check it out and play there yeah and it one it's a good sized stage too it's not nice. like a like a little it's like you encounter i know i know yeah. I, I know <laughs> bands like encounter these like tiny little bitty rooms you're like you hitting each no other with the headstock yeah. just give us a corner of the room yeah <laughs> i mean i think the first time that it's i nice saw you could have any sort of stage yeah. i think the first time i saw sedona was in uh and i don't even think they're open i don't know if they're open yet anymore but they might be um uh Stag Lounge or not Stag? Oh, uh, the Snug. Snug. Yeah, yeah I saw. I think that might have been our snug. first show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was like that. That room is so tiny. <laughs> yeah, and, and they had like, the PA's like right in the middle of. Well, and I remember, people are I remember when I first walked up that thing. They don't lock that back door or that front door. Yeah, the first and time yeah, I went yeah, there, yeah, that that was I walked up. I opened up the door, <laughs> and there was like a band in front of me, and I was like. <laughs> Shut this door. Like, I did I'm that, and they all it. turned around and looked at me. I was hey, like, it was my like bad. was playing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, like, <laughs> my bad. I was going to the back. Yeah, was I was like, dying laughing. Because you assume that it's the front door, like mm-hmm. that you would go in. But like, so I walked all the way around yeah. that building. I, like, oh, I saw here. people in the back, but I was like, well, obviously I'm going through that door. Like that's where everybody smokes. And, that, and I walked yeah. all around the building to go in to pay. And it was like, and I opened up the door, and it was a band playing. Yeah. And I was like. Yep. Don't enter from the main yeah. street. It's <laughs> yep. funny so, how many but, venues have the the doors. On but I guess the they stage. change their whole yeah. their whole platform. What they do, they don't really do shows. They do like yeah. All right, and I don't even know if they're still in business. But I, I feel like they had like a Taylor Swift karaoke night or something not that long ago. <laughs> I still Chris, call them did on you go to that? The Taylor Swift night. No. <laughs> no. We're gonna have to have our own here at Incom. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a Taylor <laughs> Swift uh, karaoke night at Incom. <laughs> That would be, we should get some karaoke going. Oh, no. oh you don't like karaoke? <laughs> well, Man, that's we'll, pretty crazy. We'll have our own karaoke that, party without Kristoff. Listen to bands play covers. <laughs> 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 that's true. I guess we're going to do karaoke. You think they go hand in hand. Also. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess we'll end this, and, uh, and then uh, we'll, uh, yeah. So definitely definitely be checking out Sedona Crystal Bitch. Uh, amazing band. You should, uh, like, really check out their work um and and spot follow them on spotify all the platforms that they are on um the uh, local earshot podcast i run on three tenants it's time talent and treasure uh the first uh t is time uh basically i just thank everybody for listening to the show um i know that you know there's millions of podcasts out there and you choose to listen to this or even watch it i guess now on youtube um, and so I'm greatly appreciative of that. Uh, as for talent, if you're an artist and you want to be on the show, then uh, you can reach out to me at john at com or on Facebook or Instagram, um, and I will try to get back with you. There's a bunch of list of bands that originally I was supposed to book earlier on in the year. That's why I've only done 34 episodes uh, since, uh, since we transitioned. So, um, so I mean, uh, yeah, so I, I have to uh, – kind of reconnect with a lot of these artists that I told them that I would interview them, but then I was going through a lot at the time. 
and then um, as for treasure, if you want to donate to the show, you can go over to thelocalearshot.com. There's a tab that says donate. Uh, uh, you can donate with crypto or you can donate um, you, you can donate like uh, Venmo, Cash App, any type of uh, things that turn into money. I will gladly take it. All money mm-hmm. goes right back into the show uh, and goes into possibly getting a studio. Um, and and it looks like that my luck was was up because um, because uh, I have money starting to come in from the VA again. Uh, that's a little higher amount, so um, so it looks like that I might be able to get the money together to be able to buy a location or rent a location every month. So uh, thank you for listening to the show, and I will see you all on the next episode. Thank you.